This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Happy Tuesday. Hope you had a nice long weekend. Of course, I was off last week, and I know Jody and Betty Joe did a great job filling in for me. Had a great time in Ontario. I'll share a few stories throughout the afternoon. Cycling around, what, from Georgian Bay to Lake Huron. Great part of the country, and I encourage any of you. I know we celebrated the 150th on the weekend, but this year I decided I wanted to go to a few places I've never been to in this country. So January, you'll remember, I went to Whitehorse in Yukon. And this summer, we did a cycling trip uh, around a part of the country I've never seen. So uh, it's a great way to see our country and You can do that until the end of the 150th. You can do that any time of the year to celebrate a great country we live in. And you know what? Where you live in this country will be a big determinant of how rich you are. Yes, some great research that I wanted to delve in this half hour showing our big country and what it means for those struggling in poverty. Some parts of the country, if you are born into poverty, you have a better chance of rising out of it. Others, if you're born into poverty, you're probably going to stay there. I wanted to go over the recent study with Miles Korak, economics professor with the Graduate School rather, of Public and International Affairs, University of Ottawa, joins us today. Hello, Professor Korak. Hi there. I guess Ottawa was pretty crazy this past weekend. A lot of rain (laughs) and a lot of people, but I think everyone had fun. Yes, happy 150th for sure. Miles, let's just start with um, what you were looking at when you looked at our big, wide country and how that determined our economic lot in life. What we were trying to get at was the relationship between your starting point in life, the, the, the amount of money your parents made, and where you end up in, a, in adulthood, uh, whether you're rich or you're poor, where you stand on the income ladder. And we've already known that Canada as a whole looks pretty good, where you know your past is not your destiny. People can rise from, uh, move from rags to riches in Canada, um, more so than in the United States. What's new is we were able to uh, look at this across over 200 regions of the country and map out the diversity. And that's what surprised me most is how much variation there is across the country in the chances that uh, kids will get ahead in life. Rags to riches. So you say that if you're born into, well, poverty or lower income, you have an opportunity to rise above that then. That's right. So what I guess I'm sort of saying rags riches means if your parents were sort of in the bottom fifth of the income distribution, uh, what are the chances that you'll not only break out out of the bottom fifth, but that you'll rise to the very top and be someone in the top 20% of Canadian uh, society? Um, and that varies a lot. Uh, actually, in Alberta, that, that dynamic is really quite impressive. Uh, uh, Alberta overall is a, uh, a leader. Uh, but in other parts of the country, um, the the chances of that happening are quite low. In other parts, so let's so you say Alberta would be a leader as far as looking at going the rags to riches life. What part of the country would you struggle at doing that then? Um, there's 
a couple of different things that come into play. One is sort of being in the more northern parts of the country or being in uh, labor markets where there aren't a lot of opportunities. Um, Manitoba, many of the regions in Manitoba really stick out uh, as having strong intergenerational poverty, moving from um, uh, uh, poverty and ending up in, in poverty. Uh, parts of northern Saskatchewan, northwestern Ontario, and a large part of the coast along B.C., and actually, interestingly enough, um, one of the regions that you perhaps visited on your bike trip, uh, Manitoulin Island. Oh, yeah, okay. That, mm-hmm. Again, you're talking maybe northern, and uh, I might not be surprised to hear that. I probably, though, should have set this up, Miles, with how you were able to come up with this information, because that kind of could change the way people are thinking about Alberta, considering what we've been through in the last couple of years. Absolutely. So we should, we should have a certain caution here. So what we did is, oh, with the help of Statistics Canada, looked at a group of people who were born in, basically in the 1960s. We were able to pick up through the income tax files that Statistics uh, Canada houses uh, the income that their parents earned when they were teenagers. So now we're sort of roughly in the 1980s. And then as these people grew up, we picked them up uh, in 2008. So this is still uh, during the period of the uh, oil price boom. Mm-hmm. And so we looked at the incomes people earned in the um, uh, period between 2003 and 2008, when this group of people were in their late 30s, uh, mid-40s or so. Uh, So that's what we're talking about. And it is quite clear that um, uh, Calgary and Alberta at that time were, had a very robust uh, labor market, uh, significant wage increases. And that's part of the story, but it's, it's not the whole story. Uh, so there's something deeper going on because uh, Alberta shares this dynamic with Saskatchewan. It has as much to do with labor markets as it has to do with sort of family background, the start in life you get from your family the ability to jump on opportunities when they're there as they are as they, as it has to do with what was happening in the labor market so we shouldn't let this sort of up and down sort of cloud this picture too much although that's clearly part of the story yeah because i was wondering even when you look at some of these areas that are doing better for people to go from that rags to riches is it resource-based not entirely. So here's another story. For example, one of the other very mobile, mobile parts of the country is southwestern Ontario. Now, in my mind, and in the mind of many economists, southwestern Ontario is associated with the decline of manufacturing, uh, a negative impact of globalization, and yet there was a great deal of upward mobility there. Why? Because at that time, Toronto was a pole of growth, and people were able to move to opportunity. So that's also important. Yeah. So geographic mobility is part of what drives uh, movement up the income distribution as well. And even when you look at Toronto now, and as you said, this goes back to 2003, 2008, what the housing market is doing in Toronto or even Vancouver, that could also skew things down the road as far as being able to go to a higher income level. I think you're absolutely right. So again, remember, this is a group of people um, who uh, were already well-established in their careers. And 
for statistical reasons, it's important for me to pick them up at that point at time. Actually, you know, I want to measure where your what your outcome in life is. But you sort of wonder about the next generation, the people born, let's say, in the 80s or 90s who are coming of age in a more challenging labor market. Yeah. Uh, certainly housing markets are very different in the big cities, but so is transportation and infrastructure. And one wonders if this movie is going to play out in the same way for the next generation. And, and there's, I think, good reasons to believe it's going to be a very different picture yeah. that's unrolling. Yeah, especially, as you say, if you're looking at a family in the 80s that has children and that family in the 80s was doing fairly well, could their children then, 30 years down the road, be able to maintain that or go up? That's right. Well, one of the factors that economists point to that determines uh, equality of opportunity, and, and this is what this study is about, is equality of opportunity, the chances that everyone will succeed regardless of their family background. One of the factors influencing it is um, the, the, kind, the, the kind of inequality in labor markets. You know, we talked about the oil price boom, and, and that was a very positive force. Uh, you know, for an economist, labor demand outstripped labor supply, and guess what happened? Yeah. Uh, wage rates went up. Um, but the labor market now is much more polarized into uh, high-earning income groups and low-earning income groups. And you sort of have to wonder about how that dynamic is going to play out for these next generation of kids. Actually, the other way in which Calgary and Alberta um, is a leader is in the intergenerational transmission of privilege. If you're born uh, to top-earning um, uh, parents, yeah. uh, it's very likely and more likely in Alberta than anywhere else that you'll end up to be in the top of the next generation. Um, That's that whole idea, if you're born rich, can you stay rich then? And it's more likely to happen in Alberta than elsewhere as well. Yeah. And I also noticed that the odds of staying rich if you're born that way, um, you had Nunavut up there as well. Like, uh, yes, that's right. It's hard to figure out exactly what's going on uh, um, yeah. uh, there, but that, it's very high in uh, the Northwest Territories in Nunavut. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of dynamics uh, in that part of the country that has to do with Southerners moving north and, 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 and vice versa. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure uh, uh, what's happening. Uh, this is a study that sort of paints a broad picture and it raises as many questions as it gives answers. And you know what, i got a few more questions. Let's take a break here and I want to find out really how this kind of forms policy, especially if you're able to look at a map and say, okay, what is with this region and how can we make changes? Miles Korak is my guest. He's an economics professor with the Graduate School of Public and International Affairs at the University of Ottawa. I'm Angela Kokot. You're listening to Calgary Today. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.